Welcome to Shit Talk, where we talk about everything and nothing all in between. I'm JC, your host, with Nathan, my co-host, as usual. We have a special guest tonight, Julianne, to uh, to dip in her two, two cents. Is it two cents worth? One cent? Whatever. Ten I'm- cents. <laughs> and uh, hope you enjoy the show. I think tonight we're going to kick off uh, with our COVID, uh, COVID update. COVID update to start things off. And um, Nate, take it away. How's the cab driving for COVID? Have they? uh... Oh, yes. Uh, No new rules as of this week. Um, Yeah. When people get in, uh, you know, sometimes I have to hand them a mask and sometimes they look fine. So I just, you know, we carry on and go whatever. But there's, is there an Um, end in sight? Is there like, is your boss like, yeah, in like four months, we're going to be like, changing it back no, I, I i don't think there's necessarily an end in sight what is shocking though is more people are believing that the vaccine is going to take us back to normal and also we do have a little majority i wouldn't say a majority even um there's a percentage of the employees that are kind of bugging the management saying that we should be first in line for the vaccine before you know whoever right so Anyways, I don't really care if they can give my vaccine to somebody that does. But uh, yeah, I don't. Uh, oh, just for the listeners, Nate drives Teslas. It's yes. Many different models of Teslas. That's his day-to-day job. Pretty sick job, I must admit. It is, yeah. What about you, Jules? What are you, what are you saying? What, what do you think? Is this, uh, this going to come to an end? Are you had enough or what? Um, I don't think it should have ever started or being spread the way it did because I completely think the virus is fake. I'm not saying that there isn't a flu virus, but what they've made it out to be is uh, completely ridiculous. And moving on to the vaccine, I think it's just probably part of their agenda. And no, they're. So. I'm not. I'm uh, opting out on getting getting it so far. I don't know about you guys, but uh, I will. I won't be getting it right away unless they like totally force me to get it in it in, in not so I can travel. But I, even then I'll, I'll be like a last resort. Like I'm scared, man. I don't well, the research data on the, what the actual MRNA vaccines are going to be doing to people in say, five years from now is very scary. Hmm. Yeah. None of the, none of the, drug companies are being held liable either and it's not uh it's not like an fda approved uh medication either which is a little bit scary too so you're like well i think a lot of everyone's just gonna shrug their shoulders when you say what'd you say 70 how how many years no i said i think people are gonna get really confused of what the vaccine is actually supposed to do compared to originally when it came out you know, saying in the 1940s and 50s and how it was back then compared to how they're making it now. Yeah, like it messes with your DNA or something. That's that's not the normal vaccine that I've, I've learned about where your body is like taught to fight it. Now it's just like changing your DNA or something. It's just like, so what, it, your body fights itself now or what? It's not going to actually allow you to stop wearing a mask or being six feet away from somebody that those rules are still going to be put in place 
But what also is a concern is why are we as a society just letting government let rule over us? Like who gave them the, the you know, the key to everything? <laughs> That's right. Yep. No, I agree. And uh, the scariest thing with the vaccine is that I had a nightmare. And well, it was almost a dream because I, I did wake up not freaking out, but I had a nightmare that people started turning. And it was all people that had had the vaccine. You mean like and, zombie turning well, or just? Exactly. Oh, that's that's the word cannibalism. Yeah. No, it was. Yeah, it was all of a sudden people started turning and it was people that you knew and you'd recognize them. But you were like, oh, my God, they got the shot. Right. So, you know, and not to say that that's I, I hope it's not something to look forward to. <laughs> Are you caught up in your season seven of walking dead yet or <laughs> well no we've all had we've all had premonitions i don't care who the hell you are everybody had deja vu sometimes you have a dream you remember that dream and then a long time later or sometimes not far along later that dream becomes reality and and that's what worried me that's why i woke up going that wasn't so much a nightmare as that was like what a what a thing to think about when my mind wasn't on that when i went to bed I, I we've been watching this stupid show called um, um, My Strange Addiction, and I think that was playing while I went to bed, and I was laughing. I can remember laughing because this this girl was eating mattresses, and that was her her addiction was just to eat mattresses. Oh, I think I saw that. It's weird, man. <laughs> I was laughing so hard I couldn't even watch it, and yeah. So shortly after, I fell asleep, and that's when I had this weird, yeah. People actually started turning, and then I got to thinking about it, and it's like, well. Will they all turn at the same time or will it depend on how long they've been vaccinated? You know, we don't know what the trigger will be, right? But I do know that this thing was rushed. And right from last year and them saying, oh, we've isolated the, we've isolated the virus. I remember hearing multiple news reports last March at the tail end of March, only two weeks into this two-week shutdown, where they were saying on the on the news and stuff, oh yeah, we've isolated the virus. So then all of a sudden now they haven't isolated the virus because there's all these new variants coming out, right? Like this is not, you know, too much is not making sense. The whole idea, and I've said right from the beginning of this shit, the whole idea of being asymptomatic should have set most people into a what mode? Because any other virus, you have symptoms. And to be asymptomatic and and spread something like that's it's 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 non-medical like it makes no sense when you look at you look at every other virus in the world right it's a it's a foreign piece of protein number one so it's not a living organism it can't mutate on its own you know so the whole idea that there's variances the whole idea that it would be asymptomatic i'm sorry but your body everybody's body would react almost identically to a foreign piece of protein entering their system. Therefore, this whole, you can you can be asymptomatic. That would be a small, small, small percentage of people in reality. So, you know, the, the fact that they had so many, they've got so much misinformation and it all started with, oh, you don't need to wear masks. Oh, well, we don't want you to wear masks now because the healthcare, you know, people and furthermore, it's only large droplets. Now we're to what? Wear two, three masks, you know, get the vaccine, wear two, three masks, wash your hands all the time, stay away from everybody, you know, follow the arrows in the supermarket. It's all bullshit, right? 
They're, they're never saying, hey, there's an outbreak coming from the Walmart, but they'll definitely pinpoint Chili's or, you know, a, a bigger restaurant chain, for instance, Cactus Club or something like that and saying, oh yeah, there's been an outbreak traced back to that restaurant, but they won't, they won't say anything about the Walmarts, the supermarkets that, you know, guaranteed if there's people spreading a virus in a restaurant for the very few people that are going to restaurants, there's got to be a huge amount coming out of grocery stores then because people are still touching things and putting it away. You're not going to fix consumer habit, right? I'm going to look at ingredients and if I don't like it, I'm putting it back. Well, right, right? now is what I've noticed even <laughs> the news is that I think the they're starting to catch on that people are fed up. I mean, even over overseas there, there's, there's a lot of riots going on. People are fed up. They've had enough. They've had enough right or wrong. Like, I mean, the lack of scientific data, right or wrong, is is people are like, we've just had enough of all the bullshit of, like you said, Jules, the government. Like, what makes you decide our fucking way of life? Like, we've had enough of that shit. And even the states, even uh, Biden was like, yeah, we're going to open up. We're planning on opening up on the 4th of July or whatever. Like, how did he fucking come up with that date? It's like, and all this kind of shit, because they know that people have had enough. And um, like our seniors center just opened has any of the fucking numbers changed no so why are they opening it why did they close before they're just opening it now and the, the science is still all there it's all still going on nothing has changed really i mean i i guess like spring is like when the virus season kind of tones down in general as like as cold viruses go but it's just like all of a sudden they're just like hey that's okay everything's okay now let's start start ramping down because we got a, a vaccine that number one uh doesn't stop the spread of the virus and number two doesn't prevent you from getting the fucking virus so like nothing's again nothing's making sense but but here's where here's where i get really upset is when people tell me and this is this is you know i don't i don't i try not to um you got to be a chameleon in my job right so you really got to get a feel for how people's minds are as meeting them as a stranger right so um they get in the cab and i say hey would you like a mask they all have to drive in the back they're in a plexiglass bubble right yeah would you like a mask okay then i open the little door and i slide them a stupid mask and um you know and and then the vaccine topic when it comes out what i find most people say well i want to get the vaccine because i want to be able to travel and i said well did you hear something saying that we're going to be able to travel like is that an actual you know a guarantee because you know, it's not that I need an incentive to get the get a shot, but you know, it's it's always good to know why people are you know that quick to go and try something that they've you know they have to have the same information that most of us have, right? Which is that this is experimental and in animal tests, this has been proven to not be the greatest thing, right? A lot of animals died in testing mRNA, um, quote unquote, vaccines. Yeah. So Jules, jump in. What do you what do you think? What's on your mind? Um, well, the, the number one thing people have to remember is uh, science is there for a reason. You know, we expect to have truth behind science. How can they just alter that science method, giving us, you know, different information that we're all of a sudden just supposed to believe where uh, I wish a lot more people would try to uh, research the truth on those certain items. Um, it comes down to fake news too, like the mainstream medium 
media, sorry, is like they're really altering to go with their agenda. Like, I'm sorry, there is a, a full agenda behind this when it comes to um, no traveling, um, get the vaccine. Even if you get the vaccine, you're not going to be able to travel. Like, they're going to do it either way. So they're just pushing this uh, this mRNA vaccine on people. And I don't think it's going to be this, the, the outcome that people are wanting, especially while well, you mentioned the, the spring change in the weather. Well, I think they're going to hit us with a, another fake wave because of all the allergens and everything that are going to be coming out of the snow and the melting. And it, it does happen in the spring. So um, I think yeah, that's I never just, thought about that. People coughing yeah. and everything, the mm-hmm. panic that's, that's, that that's going to create. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you know we gotta realize what reality is mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well maybe we should make a virtual reality 3d game um <laughs> where you just run around and you just you look for people with you know with liberal t-shirts and then you just give them the shot in the neck right, right? <laughs> and you just run around with a little with a little syringe well you probably have to reload your syringe but that's the tough part in those games, I think, is reloading things, tools, and they make it a little too extreme. Um, the uh, I can't remember what I was going to say, but oh, the passport thing. I think that's uh, people are so daft, man. Like um, the the worst was we just had an outbreak here last week at a seniors care center, and it had only been maybe a day, and I finally got to read the full article. I wasn't going to make a comment on it because I didn't know. I thought oh, I'll read the full article. And then you read the article, which is, you know, let's be honest, like 200 words that's not really giving you any real information other than some people have tested positive and now they're declaring this senior center an outbreak. And you start going down the comments and people right away going, oh, that's because the, the, the nurses aren't getting their shots. They're refusing the vaccine. And, and oh, yeah, that's what it is. And it's them doing this. And then they're going out and living their lives and coming back and forth and, you know. It's so bullshit that people will, you know, the worst thing to come of this whole virus is the fact we've said this before is that people are so caught up now with what everybody else is doing that they're not even watching themselves driving. You know what I mean? You go into the grocery store, you can't even just go grocery shopping. You get that feeling somebody's watching you. It's usually four five or six sets of eyes because everybody is caught up watching everybody else. Right? So back to this vaccine BS. So, is this, this whole passport idea. And I don't know where they get this passport. You know, I know this was reported in the news, but nobody has said anything about putting together a pro, uh, an actual vaccination passport. Because that's like you going into your doctor's office. And I'm well, gonna, this is the best best example that I can give people. They're doing, Sorry, that, in, they're doing that in Israel right now. The, the passport. Hmm. Yeah, that'd be the perfect place to start it out too, eh? They'd probably be all on board with that. Well, Ireland has already declared no vaccine. They've already said they're not doing, no, they're done with it. They, the people have spoken and the people have revolted against the entire freaking agenda here. So the idea with the passport, though, that's like when people were, were hating on, this, on these healthcare workers that are working in the seniors' home, I felt like saying, do you go to your doctor and say, give me your records? As a doctor, I have, you know, as a patient, I have the right to know what your what your medical conditions are. That's no, right. you can't and go into the doctor's office. And let's be honest, you can't tell me that every doctor in this city has gotten the vaccination. There's a lot of doctors that I have met that have said they would not get the vaccination. 
I've still heard a couple doctors online that said that you're an idiot if you get it. That's not the, what they've right. said, but it's basically like, I'd especially wouldn't get, let pregnant women get it, or I wouldn't get it if I was under 80 years old. Like these are I, like main, like high ranking doctors. But the funniest thing about the, the password that, that kind of uh, makes me wonder is like, like you said, they haven't really like, they haven't really played that card yet. And I'm wondering if it's about money because if all the airlines and um, Bombardier and all the, all the f- fuel that they sell them, you know, follow the money, right? If they're, if they're going to really to take a loss of however many people are going to be like, well, I'm not, guess I'm not fucking traveling then. So, because uh, that's a billion dollar industry that the airline industry, they're like, are we going to take this chance and say, no, you can't travel. And then like totally eliminate like 50%, maybe, I don't know, maybe, let's say 40% of their customers like that's a pretty big hit. I don't know if are they willing to do it, and not to mention just by that, like the tourism industry, everything like that. That would like it'd be a pretty big uh, thing if they decided to do that. Because and I know how many people have to travel for work. Everyone's on board with this passport. I mean, um, virus thing. How, how many people though have to travel vaccine. for work, and how many of these people aren't traveling for work right now because they don't? You know, their their bosses basically said. No, until we get everything sorted out with the with the two week quarantines and stuff, you know, because I've talked to people as well. Like I told you before, I talked to a doctor here um, in Kelowna where she is worried about losing her practice because when a customer, when a customer, when a uh, patient comes in to see her and asks her if she should get the vaccine, this doctor has no problem giving them 40 pages of documentation to say these are the risky side effects from it. Personally, I can't tell you whether or not to take it, but I can tell you that there are side effects and you may want to look into the risks involved, right? But she has told me herself, she just sold her house in Palm Palm Springs because she does not foresee getting a vaccine or having any paperwork to say that she has had the vaccine because she finds that to be a huge, a huge invasion of our personal individual rights and freedoms. It's that simple. You have the right to nobody knowing your medical condition. If even if you, oh, we've been upgraded. Wow, now there's four minutes. Wow, wow. Okay, whatever that was. So <laughs> we just won bonus minutes. We must be talking right. The oh, you saw that too. <laughs> yeah, Jules, what do you think? Um, I think the frontline workers have to be really very careful with just opting to get the vaccine, and they are threatening. You know, you're going to lose your job if you don't. Well, what happens when all those frontline workers get the vaccine and then they all drop dead in a year? Mm-hmm. So now we don't have any frontline workers. Mm-hmm. Yep. So secondly, in regards to the vaccine for pregnant women, like, are, are they actually going to be stopping our ability to reproduce? Mm-hmm. Yeah, things are getting bad as it is. I guess men's sperm counts are down like insane mm-hmm. amounts like almost below 50 percent which is like there's actually more deaths more deaths um from taking the vaccine than there was ever from covid mm-hmm. not reporting that i know world. i've heard i heard a horror story i think i think i told nathan last time of this other this girl same age same age as usual is actually um got it got her second shot the next three days she's in her in the hospital all her organs were shutting down she had to say goodbye and she was dead perfectly health healthy uh woman with a daughter 
her father was in the hospital. I don't even know if they let her father in the hospital to like give her a hug goodbye. Like imagine that, like saying goodbye to someone over Skype or something. Horrible. It's completely horrible. Mm-hmm. And uh, after that, I just want to kill somebody. I'd want to kill fucking, I don't know, Dr. Fauci or somebody, Matt. I'd be just like, you murdered my daughter. Like. He's already dead. <laughs> yeah. I think there's the one video on it where his mask comes up out of his neckline of his uh, suit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you see that video? Um, speaking of Skype, of um, Biden there, where it was like, it was like cg like his hand went over the microphone and like did you see that yeah no. for sure but like when he came up to the reporters he didn't even let let them ask a question he just started rambling and then all of a sudden his hands are going through three different microphones and then all of a sudden you see in the background this this person all dressed in ninja black suit which i think they were trying to pull it off as kamala harris or something i don't know um but yeah just that whole that whole video <laughs> oh i didn't see that <laughs> i've learned oh, so much boy. stuff today i want to see this video so share it when you get a chance and it's on you it's all kamala is a ninja <laughs> it's green screen no kamala was a yeah, ninja screen, what? how how d- deep of a hole did the fucking americans like or they did they dig themselves like just hey, brutal so on top news on top news right now is why are they pulling everybody's attention away from the border with all these yeah. children in their little cages when the uh, uh the colorado shooting just happened oh with- yeah and okay. why are these shootings happening how come these politicians aren't getting shot they're already dead or in gitmo who knows who knows like how come um nancy pelosier and chuck schumer and all those little wackos that are saying like no minimum wage for you no if, if i lost my business lost my house lost everything and I had nothing all I had was my guns and and my daughter dies of because we couldn't afford to pay the health care bill or whatever and you know that happens all the time too I'd fucking go after those fuckers mm-hmm. how come those how come school shootings are happening and not not those people are getting shot like it's like look at, look at that French look at that crazy French lady last year around this time well, well it was probably May or June that crazy lady from Quebec was sending Ryerson letters to Trump. <laughs> she could have she saved a ton on postage, sending them to, to Trudeau where they belonged, right? <laughs> like, get rid of him and more no, and we would have had, this This year would have flown by for us. But no, you know, it's, it's stupid. Um, yeah, American politics aside, what worries me is, why aren't they talking about how many of these people they're planning to ship to Mexico? Because we already have a Taco Time and a Taco Bell. We have Hector's quesadilla. We have um, queso. We I, I don't know where we're going to put them. Like, there's not that many places for them to work when they get here. And, you know. Lots of strawberries guess, to pick, buddy. Well, it would save us on a little bit of temporary foreign workers in the uh, in the vineyards and stuff, I'm sure. But it's, uh, you know, I, I would really like to know how many people are being sent from the states, from those cages, and plan to be shipped here to Canada to for you know for further tax evasion i believe they get three years free tax as a refugee to this country right i don't know if we spoke about the refugees i was moving from the airport last april no but 
You really April were? And May. Oh, every day, because we became the majority company. We went from having six cars last year to 13 by Christmas. And um, I was one of a few that would actually work night shifts and keep working for the company. We didn't have a lot of people working. You know, most went and hid under their beds back in mid-March and didn't come out until June, right? And a lot of them didn't return back to work until August. Right. But uh, I remember last April and last May, I would go to the airport and we were now the majority company. Like there's another company in town that has 50 taxis, but they weren't answering the phone. They had like one or two drivers on the road. It was it was eerie. Right. People are still moving around. You're still going to have those odd people coming and going from the airport for work or whatever. Right. I got to meet Adrian Dix that way. Right. When he OK, so what, what happened with the. the I met I met a few families and and only a couple of them I actually was able to communicate effectively with because of language barriers. But um, yeah, the one was from, I don't want to get it wrong. I don't want to get it wrong. Um, West India, I believe. And don't quote me on that. I can't remember the exact place, but West India. I don't recall anybody saying they were from Sir Syria. But it was, it was very odd that I was bringing in four people. And at that time, it was okay that we could take four people. Now we're limited to three. But we would take, you know, three or four people. And they would go to some pretty decent-looking condos or apartment, you know, complexes. And um, I had a couple of them let me know. Because I said, oh, you know, are you, are you down visiting? Or, you know, just conversation. And, uh, yeah, they said, no, we're refugees. We're we're being put up here for a while and then they'll let us know what you know i got no problem with refugees it's just this is like time of covid like no one can travel but yet they're bringing in all these people like well it was shocking because when i was at the airport watching and a lot of times like with our job we line up right so you watch and you usually have an eyesight on the first the first taxi in the in the head of line right so no matter where I was parked, I was like, the only, you know, there wasn't many local looking people showing up at the airport between April and into May. It wasn't until third week in May that we actually, after May long weekend, that we actually started seeing more local travel. So that made me really worry why, you know, okay, I get we're trying to bring people back. You know, there's a lot of people at that time stuck all over the world, but Canadian citizens trying to get home. But come may there wasn't right come may most most people were back home where they belonged right so and a lot of our a lot of our people are coming from um mexico or arizona right they all go down to arizona a lot of the snowbirds right so it was very unusual to see that many and i won't even use the term refugee to tell you the truth because i don't know if that was the situation right or if this was more of a oh we gotta you know get these people up maybe they're who knows maybe they're informants Right, we don't really know what their uh, what their issue is, but that could be a little bit something that's scary that's happening now through the Mexican border because they don't know who's coming through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the, I watched this thing on the Mexican border guards. They're like these like rangers, right? Like that patrol like thirty kilometers of mountain ranges and stuff. It like not everything's a wall down there. Like you can't put a wall over a fucking mountain range, but and uh just like some of the testimonials of these guys they're just actual guys telling stories of what they've seen like and telling the stories of like what the actual refugees do so it's like 
long story short, basically these these people save up all the, all the money they have, some trade sexual favors and stuff, but basically they, they load up their pack sacks full of like tuna and water bottles. And these people like get dropped off in these trucks and they'll have a, and they'll have some guides that bring them over at night in the dark over these mountain ranges into the U S right. So these Rangers have like all these like infrared, like scopes. So they can, they can, they basically get caught like nine times out of 10. If the guy, if the Rangers are doing their jobs, right. Cause they can see them come over the mountain right at night. It's, but, um, some of the stories they told, the, like, you got to listen to the whole uh, podcast on that one. But the guy told, because he was like a senior ranger and he's just like, people get, people get killed. Women get raped. Like as soon as, as soon as they're in the dark with these, these a-holes, people get killed for all their money and taken like in the middle of the mountain ranges. It's just like this brutal uh, story that, that the guy was telling, painting an awful picture of these people that are just trying to like cross get into the u.s and, uh, and it's just it's kind of sad i don't know i guess you got to hear the story but it's he's well, told so a lot of stories back to that shooting and why they're taking everybody's uh eyes off of the border right now is what are they actually going to be doing with all those children with no parents where are they going yeah what was obama doing with them <laughs> right you gotta we was. sorry Same say thing. that again Obama was doing the same thing Hillary was. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. And you know what that was? Dark, dark, weird shit, right? Yep. So, Satan. like, because the Satan. sexual uh, market or the tra trafficking people is like, it's like a billion dollar industry, too, right? Well, it's like already well, right? Which is going to give them their hydrinal chrome and whatever else they're doing and turning and turning themselves into cannibals and <laughs> whatever. Yeah gross yeah. and we got to remember too that there's another topic maybe transhumanism what's transhumanism maybe maybe that's uh for another show <laughs> oh, okay so is that like selling organs and stuff or well it's it there's there's numerous things underneath the umbrella of transhumanism right so if it's you know yeah another show jc <laughs> okay fair enough fair enough nathan and i dipped into the reptilians last time so i think that was a little bit much for our viewers they probably shut off at that time so well, i'll catch up on your other other shows and then uh, <laughs> we'll do one on transhumanism okay if we're not all half monkey half freaking turtle people by then <laughs> but on a brighter note let's 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 talk about some hope here okay Let's, okay. Let's, let's, okay. Let's do a okay. recap. Let's do a recap of what's gone on in, in from old JC's point of view here. So we reached a point with with the internet where where we felt like the old old world was at a tipping point where it was going to get pushed aside for this. Everyone, the whole world's communicating with each other. The internet's great. Everything's good. Um, Bitcoin's coming along. We're going to eliminate the banking system and stuff. So. I think all these old a-holes were like, uh, no, it's not. So they released the coronavirus and that like to like from an internet, internet point of view, like created all this fear and conflict within our, our human interactions. And I mean, throughout, throughout all the platforms and the banning began and canceling everything slowly and surely until there was a whole wave of it. 
And all now all of a sudden the, the internet's got handcuffs on it, which who knows what, what it's going to end. And then all the major media corporations were bought up and which are like, at least in Canada or whatever. And so we got a big uh, chokehold on our revolution that would have that that's happened. Right. So, but on the brighter side, like, I guess the whole electric car thing's coming along. So that's uh cheers to that. Maybe that's something that can um, push the change that the world needs to have. At least that's the, one of the positive things that have come out of this whole era decade. So the decade, what's an era? How long's an era? Is that one generation or I don't know. Well, millennium's a thousand. An era would be one more than that. Uh, hmm. I really think that we need to have a segregated. Um, this is this is what I like to cancel. I like to cancel the giant gap between boomers and millennials. An that's, era, that's an era forty years. Forty years, okay. Half of a generation. I'm not. Yeah, half of a generation. Halfway till dead. <laughs> forty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're feeling so, it. If I can go back to being all positive and stuff, as much as we, as much much as we can see, and and apparently from what I've understood by the media, the, the craziest thing with this whole border issue is that they're not even able to go there and get any any um, documentation. Like they're not allowed to go there and videotape what's happening in these places. And sometimes there's 400 children in a place that would normally only accommodate 120. Okay, and this is this is without the pandemic issue, right? So when you're putting 400 people in a space that holds 120, whether there's a pandemic or not, that is not supposed, that's not, that's not looking after kids. That's not humane whatsoever. So I, I would like to bring up a good point. You, you just mentioned about the coyotes um, bringing the kids over and, and trying to smuggle them through mountains and that kind of thing. Yes, but we have to remember, there's also underground tunnels and you cannot tell me that they do not exist and that oh, that shit is not still happening on the, on, you know, as much as what's going on on the surface, we have to remember what's happening behind the scenes and below the below the surface, right? There's, research, I guarantee you, research dumbs, d u m b s. Okay, really? Okay. Um, a lot, uh, a lot of dumbs in Africa as well as there is one actually going from the Vatican right into Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. Oh, there, there's there's underground tunnel systems all across the U.S. They're everywhere. Some say yeah. there's actually like high-speed like uh, bullet trains that go go underneath. Like that's a rumor. But I've like, I've listened Who's to testimonials of the actual Who's truckers that have like drove down them. And it's like actually like a top secret thing. Like when the, these guys say they have pulled in there's like they can fit like a semi in them and it's like a thousand kilometers you can drive your semi down it's like it's i don't know i don't know why they would lie about that but that's pretty weird so someone to make up that story for no reason but there are stories in history about the moose jaw tunnels having connection with al capone during during the days when they had to smuggle you know booze and everything else in right so not al pacino al capone ernie there jc yeah there you go There's still I remember right sneaking out of the high school via the basement. Yeah. 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 We used to have that that tunnel right underneath the high school that went down down uh, Second Avenue. Mm-hmm. 
I, I think this new generation is kind of going to come up is going to is going to be good. I've I got a lot of hope from these these kids, right? Like these kids are someone smarter. Does. They're going to know more than we've ever known. Like guys, I hope, I hope you teach your kids how to swim. <laughs> yeah, because the freaking swimming pool. a generation of children that don't know how to swim. I know, right? It's crazy. But I'm tr- I slowly try to like feed little seeds into my kids. Like I'm like, oh look, Tristan, like a, a electric car, like like stuff <laughs> like that. Like, and, and he picks up all this stuff. Like, I'm when I say they know more than we ever know because like our generation because we're almost all the same age here we Mm -hmm. never had the internet when we were growing up and i know there are benefits to like not being part of that but my my kids have absorbed more information at their age like even even if you go on youtube if you don't have kids and you want to see like there are kids like playing piano and drums at like four years old and shit and like doing the awesomest shit at four years old and you're just like and my son's the same way. He absorbs so much stuff through like the, the phones and the, and the cartoons. Like he, it's like, how do you even, uh, sometimes I look at him like, how do you even know like his vocabulary and stuff? Like, how do you even know about all this stuff? He's like, dad, let's go look at like, a video on how an engine works. I'm like, I didn't, I'm still learning how an engine works. And he's, it's like stuff like that. It's like, they have the, like, it's like the, my cousin was telling me, it's like, it's like the matrix, man, where you just like, remember where like, I don't know if you saw the movie, the matrix where like Neo goes in, he's like, I need to learn how to fly a helicopter or whatever. So he like goes with the phone. And it's like, okay, let's go. You know, it's like, it's almost in a way, like kind of like that in a sense. It's like, I need to learn how to fix my car. I'll just go on YouTube. And like, that's how I changed Gina's, um, um, was it an alternator on her car? Looked up the car, looked up the model. The guys, the guys show me, yeah, just do this, this, and this. I'm like, all right. I wouldn't have been able to do that in the 90s. I was like, what the fuck's an alternator? I don't even know what that is. <laughs> yeah, but the difference is the vehicle was made back in the 80s, so you could open the hood and identify yeah. every part. Yeah. Now it's covered in plastic and microchips, That's right? True. There's a shit ton of computer chips running everything, and a lot of it's just there to tell the car when you've taken a piece of plastic off so that it can then send a warning alert for you to take it in the shop and have somebody else, you know, overpaid, fix something that doesn't really need altered at all, right? Um, you know, and you got to realize, too, uh, the difference is when we were young, I had this box. My brother gave it to me. My brother was 10 years older. He gave me this box of wildlife cards, right? So it was cards of fish. It was cards of, like, all different kinds of animals. It was this huge encyclopedia, but on, you know, care different animals in every card, right? And it was one of those things where you, you probably did a mail order subscription to it and they sent you so many cards every month or whatnot anyways it's a giant box full of different different cool cards and stuff the sears catalog in the back yeah well no that was the closest thing though to um my open ability other than encyclopedias which were probably 20 years old anyways sitting on the shelf but that was the only way that i could get open information and actually go through and find something i was interested in and, and look into it. And that was as much information as I, as I was given. Now, if I was really intri- intrigued into it, right, then you could pick up an encyclopedia, see what that had to say about it as well, maybe get a little bit of extra info from the library, right? But we woke up in the mornings. We didn't turn the TV on until, unless we were told to, you know? Most of everything that we watched was commercials because that was 90% of the program. Only like TV four channels or something. <laughs> exactly. You're watching the same reruns of the same commercials 
in your head to the point where you don't even care anymore. You probably don't remember half the commercials because you didn't want to, right? And the only other option was to put in a VHS tape of, again, something you've watched, you know, 10 times probably already, right? So, like I said, so this, this whole this take it generation, to what's going Is on? this generation lucky then because the information is so readily so, at hand through yes, your ear eyes? Not only that, but there's so much more opportunity to look into something that interests you. Mm -hmm. You know, like I said, when we were kids, if it was, you know, forget about animal cards. Well, now I want to learn how, how an engine works. Well, if my brother doesn't want to spend the time to take apart a, uh, you know, a motorcycle for me or something like that, right? And nobody else in the household wants to do that. You're going to pick up a book and that's the only source of info you're going to get is what the book says. And if you're not, you know, if you're not able, especially at a younger age, if you're not able to dissect that information quick enough, right, to, to retain it, then you're, you're basically at a loss, right? So nowadays, there's, you know, there's videos, there's animations, there's, you know, there's old school websites, you can actually read forum postings, you can see somebody doing it firsthand, you know. Um, Think of the time yeah. we could have saved, remember going to the, like, the library, they're like, you need to do a project, so we'd let you go to the library and you'd like pick up some books and you'd like throw together some paragraphs out of like some random books and shit. Think about the time we could have stayed. We could have been getting stone like twice as long. Now, now you just go on the internet. There's like a billion things with your topic right there. You're, you're done. Copy, paste, boom. Here you go. Mm -hmm. Not like the sucky reports that I like <laughs> handed in. Oh, let me do a report on the flat what should I do a report on? I don't know. Flip open the book. Oh, the flat-eared bat. Okay. I'll do some paraphrasing at, of what's there and hand it in. Look at how it's programmed us, though, in a way, and how it's shaped us in a way where, especially with the, the introduction of the internet, I think this all goes back to television in itself back in the 70s and 80s when they started realizing they did more and more studies on how people, you know, they only have a 20 seconds uh, attention span sort of thing, right? There's no sense showing them an ad longer than 20 seconds. You know, these kind of these kind of mind games and mind fucks that they found, right? And ways to trick people that, you know, you, you got to think of where we are right now with this whole virus and pandemic bullshit. And how much of this is actually, oh, yeah, well, we have to change the We have to change the goalpost or we have to change the rule or we have to introduce this or that. Because they know if they don't, they don't have our attention, right? If they don't keep changing the rules and they don't keep throwing new things at us about it, you know, let's get back to the first topic at hand. Number one, where did it come from? You know, and, and was it created? That's all we need to know, right? Where did it come from and how was it created and why was it created, right? But it was back to that. Sorry to interrupt you, Nate, but have you seen that video on YouTube about that that you can't skip? That's like dedicated to Canadians. Like it's so nicely put. Like we need to stick with it and band together and ride out this storm. Or they don't say don't tell you to get the the vaccine in the video, but that's what they're implying. And they mm -hmm. they just dance around the subject and all this shit nowadays. It's like maybe it's like because I'm like forty now. I'm just like you can't fucking fool me with that shit, man. I've been watching fucking commercials from the fucking start don't fucking bullshit me with your fucking fancy little nice talk blah 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 like on this commercial that i can't skip fuck you and your stupid shit like what do you think i'm a fool 
Sorry, Jules. Go ahead. <laughs> you know what I mean, though, right? If, yeah. Same with any commercial. It's just like it's all been done before. Like you can't fool me. But on the on the good note is is that like when these kids are seeing all this stuff, like that's just the it's almost like the shape of the world now because there's so many products. It's like you said, the car has a million different things and parts and stuff. Like they need to have that in order to function on what's coming at, coming at them. It's not like there's three models of cars anymore. There's a like hundreds and so really that tool is a necessity in this day and age is in a sense so it's like will they kill the internet eventually that could be a topic well to me it's created this dependency right it's like the gps map in the car when i go on a trip and somebody calls up and they got an address i punch it into the car and i drive to that address i get to that address i punch in where they're going i drive that way i follow the map why because the map is 99.9 percent accurate all the time when i drop the people off I know where I am usually, but I can't help it sometimes. I punch in whatever address to drive away from there. Why? Not because I couldn't figure it out myself, looking at the map, maybe zooming out or whatever, but I do it because I've, I've literally just went, no, it's easiest this way. This is the way I'm, this is the easiest way to do it. So what worries me is that you become so dependent on that technology and that way of doing things that you're enable like, you know, they did that that um, series on on um, CBC TV about the millennial generation, and they fired ten questions at these people, and some were um, Generation Z and some were millennials, I guess. Apparently, kids from the '80s are kind of Generation Z millennials or something. But um, so they took two two people and they said, "Okay, here's your car. Check the oil." And the one guy was like, okay. So he pulled out his phone and he's, you know, search around. Da, da, da. The other guy goes in the glove compartment, opens up the glove compartment, gets up the manual, looks, okay, boom, checks the oil, right? The one kid with the phone, because they did it in numerous tests, right? And the, the checking the oil was the funniest because I, I would imagine most people know to pop their hood, go around, check their oil, right? It's not that complicated, right? It's written right on the freaking stick. But what really shocked me is that one of these kids, actually took out his phone, couldn't remember what year the car was. So opened the glove compartment, got the manual out just to find out what year the car was to plunk that info into Google. Like he literally had the technology in his hand to do the job, but instead we're, you know, and we do, we resort to the quickest that we're used to, you know, it's, it's a conditioning thing. I really, and that's what worries me with the, with the new generation, because if there is a time where all the power goes out, you know, and we have, we have to rely on, on basics, right? We're screwed if we don't have that Wi-Fi. you know, a lot of people do so much and everything is so on the, in the cloud, you know what I mean? That they wouldn't be able to, you know, figure out how to open their, or start their vehicle or, or any of that. Right. What do you think Jules? Take your, take your time. She's our guest, Nate. We got to let her have her time. I don't want to interrupt you guys. Um, you know, no, it goes no. like if we're talking about the electronic world, let's say, you know, if it goes into information for tracking purposes and or like you've got that phone in your pocket, you know, we know where you are. They know where you are. 
right? I can find you, JC, just by put, doing find your iPhone. Mm-hmm. So it, it is quite scary in a way, but um, you know, what happens when, when that electricity gets shut off and or you know, then what happens when the kids don't know how to go back to those books or learn or survive? It's a hard one. But it's like we don't have an option at this point. That's the way that the, the world is going is into this electronic state. And on my side of things, like where it hits me most is is relationships, you know, like it yeah. is literally um, increasing suicide rates, etc. It is um, is getting to a point where like I don't even meet anybody. I can go eight, eight to ten days without seeing a soul. Wow. In real life. So if, you know, and it affects me on a daily basis, you know, I'm single, I don't have kids, so, you know, but it does affect me at this point because it's, it, it doesn't allow me to go out and go for coffee with that new person or, um, you know, even, even getting together with my work clients, you know, like it's, it's been hard. And um, I actually walked into the doctor's office the other day, um, no mask, and they, they tried to pass me one, but I wouldn't put one on. So, you know, I hope a lot of people come around and stand up for our rights and freedoms and um, yeah, do your research and, and find out the truth. Well, good on you. Did you by chance ask if you could see the doctor's medical records to prove <laughs> that the doctor has been vaccinated? Because I really think that- She's pregnant. So I had to congratulate her because she was pregnant, yeah. but he was wearing a full mask. so. Um, but I just don't believe in that. You know, they're, they're telling us to put two to three masks on where you should be actually researching the gas exchange between O2 and CO2 through our bodies and our system and what, what actually is going on in our pH balance of our mouths. So good on the dentist. They're going to be making millions next year because everybody's teeth are going to be falling out. Yeah. Well, you want to want to like when I'm walking in the grocery store and I have my mask on, now I switched over to an N95 mask with a vent and it, people might not like that because that's, I don't even think they work, but anyways, that's what I fucking did. Cause I did it for me. Cause I don't like my glasses fogging off. So I went and got the, the work ones with the vent. So I was like enough of this glasses fogging up shit. I'm going to wear, it's not going to be a pretty one with the, the material, but when I go in a grocery store and some guy walks by me with the, with the cologne on, I can smell his cologne. Even if he didn't breathe on me, even if he was six feet away from me, like down the end of the other aisle, I can still smell it. Like, and I'm like, okay, if I can smell his fucking cologne and those, this mask, obviously, then it's not working. The, the droplets of the cologne itself are bigger size particles than the coronavirus. So what makes you think that the N95 mask is actually stopping getting this? That's right. Virus? I just wear it because of the vent, so it doesn't fuck up my glasses. No, I get it. I get it. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, but that, like, that's just, I don't know. We're trying the best we can. That's that you got. Like, the good comes with the bad and all this shit. You know what I mean? Like, you gotta give humanity credit for doing what they can, and you gotta have understand for the the left and like following rules and trying to do the best for for everybody. Like, it's not that they they have little understanding or maybe they do but they they want to do the best for what they think is best because you know there there are good doctors out there and there are good scientists i mean my cousin's a scientist he's a really i have two cousins that are scientists um he actually is working on something that that like 
they have this like scope that can like go deep into your lungs is what he's working on right now it's not nothing to do with the coronavirus i don't think like he's he working on it before the coronavirus but the, like there are good people like he's the he's like the decentest nicest dude in the fucking world and um so it's hard to say like not everyone's out to get everyone and that's where it all gets all mixed up right Yeah, I just want to know who gave Bill Gates their certificate <laughs> to play doctor. Really? Fucking guy. Now he's buying up all the farmland. Yeah, he owns most of the Canada. farmland. He he owns like a ridiculous he owns more farmland than anybody in the US. Ridiculous. I think it's a depopulation tactic. So I think it's actually uh 41st anniversary of the, uh, what is it called? I can't remember what it's called. Those little statue things that they have down in the States there. The Georgia guideline guidelines or guide stones or whatever. I, I don't yeah. It says keep the population at, what is it? 33 million or something. I don't know. Maybe not 33 million. Yeah. So are they just behind in their schedule? Like, um, if Hillary was supposed to get in four years ago and actually, <laughs> yeah, that was... actually put the virus out in 2017 instead of 2020. <laughs> well, that's what scares me. Is it like, are they going to come up with a 2.0 of this virus and be like, oh no, it's mutated. Like your zombie thing is it's mutated. Now, now people are dropping by like flies. Cause they're like, okay, this, let's make another trillion dollars. Let's double down on this and let's really like knock out the population they're ready for it now like it's man-made it's not it's not a natural thing it's man-made yeah and that's so that do they have another man-made one that they're ready to to test out oh for sure it's called a shot but that's it's it's actually called a vaccine because they've changed the definition of vaccine just as they changed the definition of freaking coronavirus it's, you know, this, this whole thing has just been a game of if you have money and want to play in the club, here's a game we need to play. And really, that's, that's what it's come down to. You've had people like Bill Gates. You know, his, his whole being part of, of the thing is just to really sustain himself. It's, it's nothing to do with, you know, we need to do this for the good of the planet. We need to do, the, to do this for the good of humanity. This is all, hey, if I'm on the game, if I'm in the club, you know, the chances of me being one of the however many million knocked out, you know, is far better when, you know, the guy introduced himself to the World Health Organization, which is an organization that we should not trust as Canadians. I've said that since day one, right? Having met Adrian Dix and having that conversation with him that day about how evil Teresa Tam is and how she should not be any part of our Canadian uh, um, medical anything right she should not be on in the payroll period and she should have been locked up back in last back last march when they constantly questioned her and she would not release anything right back to the world health organization bill gates bought himself into that thing the world health organization is supposed to be made up of countries and their representatives instead he created bill gates a stand so that he could you know give them a little bit of money in order for them you know to allow him into the club and that's all this is. And the people that are, oh, but the World Health Organization, please do not send me any links from the World Health Organization. Look at the links from the CDC. It's even sicker than a... 
they like what the CDC puts out is not the truth either. No, it's sick. It's it's almost it's almost CBC when you when you get stuff on their website. It, it reminds me of an actual media website, which is what they've what they've played for. You know what I mean? It's it's not educating. It's not informative. It's all directed, and it's definitely. You, you can't watch that and not say, hey, this is, you know. The thing with Bill Gates, definitely... I, I watched a little uh, psychiatrist talk about that. I can't remember the name of it, but there's people in power that have this like um, mental um, addiction. And it's not like they have enough um, of everything. They have this mental, it's like a kind of like, I can't remember, there's an actual term for it. It's like a power trip in the brain and it like re- the more power they get over people. And I can't remember it's, there's like a, a, like a technical term for it. It's actually like almost like a mental disorder addiction. It's like, and they just, they want more and they want power over everybody. And the more they get it, um, the more they get, they get, like get dopamine released in their brain. And it's just like this sadistic thing. And it's an actual thing. It's not just like a made up thing. It's like a literal little term and, and that's what like the guy was saying like he thinks people like him have that issue it's like it's like the women it's like the people who like abuse children and stuff it's like you couldn't just go get like the millionaires or whatever you couldn't just go get a prostitute and just do it no they have to have this power trip over over the kids and weird shit like it's a oh, fucking real thing man it's called authority yeah it's <laughs> it's more than that but yeah that's definitely part of it for sure but at what point do you say that's enough? Do you know what I mean? Like, like how crazy do you have to be to like, like you said, buy up all the farmland and have your little toes and every little thing. And it's just weird, man. Like enough's enough. Like even um, what's uh, Mark Zuckerberg in Hawaii there, he owns like a hundred acres of shoreline in Hawaii and all the locals are pissed off at him for fencing off that shoreline. Like what the fuck does one man need of all that uh, land? Like, what does he have to even if i were him i'd get the fuck out of there take your fucking half a billion dollars and go live in hawaii and go surfing every day what the fuck does he want want to go into the office for every day but he's he's on that thing he's it's a power trip thing and and people get there and uh, maybe i don't know maybe i don't know the whole picture but like you have 100 acres of fucking hawaii land and you you still want to go to work every day like what the fuck's wrong with you man yeah, I think both those names there, Zuckerberg and Gates, they're just, they're forming society to how they they see it and how they want it, which is authority and greed on their side. And uh, there's really nothing that we can do about because we aren't millionaires like they are. You know, give everybody a million bucks and see what they do with it. But wouldn't, wouldn't you want to do something for good, like for good though? Mm-hmm. Like there's so much stuff that you could do for good with all that money. And they, but yet they, I don't understand. There's something going on behind the scenes that we don't know about. Like, like cult kind of shit. This was my only guess. I don't know, but like a lot of those people are part of the Masons and shit. I've heard some stories that's like, I don't even want to talk about right now, but I've heard stories of what these people do, especially when abusing children, like even Alex Jones, I know he's, Alex Jones, right? I don't know if you know Alex Jones, but Alex was talking on that show the other day. It's like they force people to get with these like children and stuff because it, it um, it's almost like blackmail, right? And well, they, they might rec- not even want to do it. Like, but they're like, you go in and you do it. 
or I'm going to take away all your money or power or whatever. So then they have that dirt on them. Then they have power over them. Definitely. Do you know what I mean? And that's, that's the kind of thing that goes on with all these people. Mostly Hollywood people that are being blackmailed that way. Yeah. And you have to think if you were a celebrity and you were making millions of dollars a day or whatever you're making, right. And you've drank the finest wine, you've had the best tequila, you know, everything's top shelf, right? There isn't a drug on earth you haven't tried. You're, you're running out of highs, right? So it's not surprising that some of these freaking celebrities go down that way because they're looking for a real cheap high, you know, and, and not a, not a, you know, it's kind of like shoplifting when you think about it, right? If you're a young kid and you shoplift, you don't shoplift again because you want that thing, you shoplift for that adrenaline rush of getting away with shoplifting. And that's where it becomes an actual addiction and a problem. And you go from, you know, taking a chocolate bar and, you know, sharing it with a few friends to, you know, stealing, stealing a nice Yeah, or a comic collection or something like that, right? Next thing you know, you know, years later, maybe you end up robbing places because you know what? That fucking high was awesome when I got that chocolate bar and that magazine or that, you know, whatever. Right. I Look see at, Ellen. I worked uh, at 7-Eleven when I was what, 26 years old. I worked at a 7-Eleven when I was 26 years old and there were 40 and 50 year olds shoplifting every day on their way to work at the mine where they were getting paid X amount of dollars a day. They didn't need to shoplift newspapers and magazines, but they did. And you know, it's, at that point, that's probably why they're doing it. It's a rush for them. It's a, <laughs> I saw some you know, young girls shoplifting the other day, and I knew yeah. exactly what they were doing. So I was like, yeah, I played that game before you two a-holes. So I was like, I just laughed to myself as I walked by, and I was like, nice one. As the girl stuffs the stuff in her pocket, I was like, well played there, ladies. It's just like, it was something stupid, but I was like, I'm not going to rat him out or whatever. I don't give a fuck, but I was just like, whatever. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I've done that one before. Nothing to be proud of, oh, but it's just like you said, it's part of the fun of it all, growing up and all that. But I heard the Ellen DeGeneres show, they they tried to, she tried to release it and the, it bombed. I think she's done for sure this time. Like, it was like her ratings were down like 30% or whatever. It's just like, why would she even try to come back? Why is Oprah on TV? That's my question. Again, this week, same as last week. She ugly. Didn't we cancel her years ago? Like, seriously, wasn't she? Because she was accused of racism on more than one occasion, and she should have been canceled. It's that simple. She made so many, so many racial comments at one time. She said only black people put paprika on their potato salad. If that's not racist, I don't know what is. And she should have been canceled then. And I think that was 93. So you if know, it was now, she's so canceled like like she's that. She's got a lot of shows she's got to take off the air. Yeah, like I want I want her to platform quicker than anyone. But that's nothing new though. That's not because of any of this other QAnon kind of stuff or the you know you know let's let's be let's be honest. There's there's a cabal, and if you don't think there's a cabal, then you're freaking brain dead and and blind. You know what I mean? You're you're the person that not only do you have to touch the braille at the drive through. ATM, but you also need to have somebody explain what that Braille means. You know, it's stupid. But yeah, I think I really do. I think this is all just a game to see every time they say, and I said it right from the start, 
just do what they want you to. Everybody get inside, wait for Simon to tell us what else we're going to do. Every time Simon says to do something, let's see how many people conform to Simon says. Right? What they and it like is. Glitches in the matrix. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm exactly. good at glitches. <laughs> <laughs> My shit reboots all the time. <laughs> I got street lights going out when I walk down the street. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Neo, are no, you there? Oh boy. Yeah, so uh good talk guys. Thanks for uh thanks for coming out tonight. I don't know how long do you you want to go for another 15 minutes and then call her good or what? Are you good, Jules? Yeah, or are you uh tired? Oh, go to bed. <laughs> yeah, you got 15 minutes in you? Come on. Yeah. No? Okay. Whatever. We'll yeah. It, we'll call it 10 30. If you want to go, you can go whenever you want, actually, but Nathan and I usually rant for an hour and 40 minutes. So usually our video times. Yeah. yeah. Well, I might head yeah. out. Uh, thank you so much for having me guys. Yeah. I hope we didn't, uh, we could, hope we didn't like no, cut you off. topics to talk about. Um, you know, this was kind of a feeler out for me of how, what you guys are talking about and stuff. I'll go and look at your other uh, podcasts there and uh, see what other topics we can talk about. Yeah, oh, we, sure. we never do our homework. We should always like, I'm always like in the week, I'm like, oh, that'd be a good topic. I should write mm-hmm. down. I was like, oh, I don't have a pen. I'll write down in an hour. And I'm like, what was it again? Oh, Siri, shit. just ask Siri to record it for you in your notes app. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Siri spell backwards. What is, what is Siri spelled backwards? Iris. Iris? So it means they're watching you? <laughs> is that what that means? Well, the iris in your eye right yeah. anyways <laughs> speaking of siri a weird thing happened to me today i was like talking to my cousin about like a lot of the, like new agey stuff and um i was like siri set a timer for me and she's like just wait or whatever and she's i'm like what do you mean just wait like what the fuck set a timer like i've never had a problem setting a timer I was watching a video earlier today and Siri got activated just from something that was said in the video. I know. And my cousin and I were talking about like UFOs and stuff and like (laughs) getting rid of religion and stuff. I don't know. I I only talk to him like once once in a while. That is all part of the plan as well. They're going to hit that next. They're going to, they're going to cancel culture, the Bible. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or they have been actually attempting to do that for 2000 years. So, yeah. Ooh. Well, well, we've already, we've already touched base. Um, we spent what probably over an hour on this one topic about how they've been in third world countries for a long time. And they're not there to actually create a war. Like even in Syria, I wonder what kind of discoveries have been made recently, archaeology, you know, with, with archaeology, because it's crazy how they will actually, as in the while they're in the process of bringing actual artifacts, historical, you know, the revelation actually means the unveiling. So everything mm-hmm. will be revealed, and I I believe at some point those uh, those underwater cities are going to be uh, brought back to like you know and then recorded in history obviously because it's you know it's ruins under the under the water so i think Mm -hmm. you're totally right syria everywhere down in like yemen 
Iraq, Iran. The Pope um, was just in Iraq. Why was yes, he there? That good question, JC. Like, just a couple days ago, like literally. <laughs> they didn't really say what he was doing there. I think what they're trying to do is they're going to try to get the Catholic along with a, in a peace agreement state with the Muslims. So actually like taking the two man-made religions and putting them together. Mm -hmm. Wow. I can that's, see that. That's a freaking. Yeah. No, but this good is. Good luck this with is that not, one. Not just one world order through the UN. It's actually one world religion as well. Yeah. Again, don't forget religion is man-made. Just I, like virus. I didn't forget that. That's what my cousin and I were talking about. Cause I, I, I was, I was talking about like the Lord of the Rings that I read, I read the, every 10 years, I read the Lord of the Rings books, the four books, the Hobbit, the, the, the other three of the Lord of the Rings books. I, I, as an adult, I enjoy them more that, cause I read them when I was a kid. This is like the third time I've read the series, but this time was like, there's a book um, that J.R.R. Tolkien uh, wrote called the Similarian. I always can never pronounce the name, but I read the first couple of chapters. Now, not many people can read that book because it's like, he wrote this whole religion and stuff that goes along if you call it like a religion about the kind of like the gods and the elves and how they were all created and yada yada but i was i was reading it and i was like this is like the bible for lord of the rings it's like it's like the genesis of like the, the christian bible this is like the genesis for lord of the rings and if you read it and you're just like okay a man wrote this if a man can write this a man could write the Bible. He could write anything. So as soon as I read that, I'm like, like you, you said, it's all bullshit. Why they took out all of the other books out of the Bible itself. And it's because that man-made religion didn't want that truth information out in society. I think that anyway, you know, like there's, when they found all the Dead Sea Scrolls, there's, there's now information of those books and I, I would recommend anybody going and, and looking at the book Enoch because if you like fantasy and you like aliens and you like um, you know aliens I think it's just a lie as well a lie in between A and N um, they're more the, the demonic fallen angels etc Anunnaki etc Nephilim whatever but there's a lot of information there that we've been um, kind of trained not to you know like now, last year, 10 years ago, who would have ever thought a zombie would be real? Well, guess what? We might be coming up into a zombie state of, of living. <laughs> well, they're supposed to release some alien uh, government files now. And, and it's, I think now is the time they can do it. Now that we have cell phones and everything, like people are having sightings all the time. And it's like the emperor has no clothing. It's just like... You can't hide it any longer. You might as well just admit admit to it because it's over. It, people are so desensitized to it. They'll be like, yeah, we knew that already. Like my cousin just saw one yesterday kind of thing or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I think even the Pope came out. He, he's got on board with that too mm -hmm. in the last two years. So like it's all it's all coming coming to some kind of conclusion. Maybe not. Maybe I don't know. All right, guys. Yeah, they could just, they could just find. Oh, okay. I'm, I was just going to mention. Okay. Thanks for coming on, eh? Maybe if you want to come on again, let's let us know. Yeah, for sure. Okay. 
Ciao. Thank you. Thanks. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> and she's back. <laughs> and she's back. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> there you have it, Nate. Special guest. What do you think? More fun or what? That was great. I oh, feel yes. like we uh, we didn't give her enough chance to talk, and I was felt bad about that. We need to have a time limit, I think, next time on. Uh... Well, you have to pay attention that when there's yellow border that shows yeah, up. Yeah, I, I see the yellow. Yeah. Okay. So when, there, especially when there's more than two people, you can tell when they're saying something because it it pops up yellow. So like when you're talking, your frame is all in yellow. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. When they're trying to talk while you're talking, it'll show a little line of yellow as it's trying to send the audio to them. Yeah. Right. So yeah, but no, no, that was fun. Um, yeah, I think I might. I, I, I think I could get us another guest too. That could be an interesting one too. Good. I'm just gonna stop the recording and then you and I can talk for a bit. Maybe we'll we'll call our yeah. day on this this shit shit talk episode Good. number five. So thanks for. I can't up, remember folks. where they just found the other Dead Sea.